Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for coming to today's Friday Gallery Talk. Uh, my name is Caroline. I'm the manager of adult programs here at the Hirshhorn. Just to let you know about a couple of upcoming Friday Gallery Talks, on uh, December 14th, Georgetown Assistant Professor of Art and Art History, Michelle C. Wang, will be discussing some uh, select ceramic works in the Iowa Ways According to What. December 21st, um, artist and American University uh, Associate Professor of Graphic Design, Yana Sakilian, will be discussing Antonio Rivaldi's um, opening day. And then uh, we'll take a couple of weeks off, then January 11th, we'll be back for um, Yana Sakilian again discussing Democracia. So thank you again for being here today. And now I'd like to introduce Kelly Gordon, our curator of film and video. Thank you for coming to this talk. I just want to introduce quickly uh, Pablo España and Ivan Lopez, who worked together in art school and college where they met and have had various incarnations of uh, uh, collaboratives, which has now morphed into Democrazia. So I'm going to let them take over and talk to you about this work and the background of their work. So. Hi. <laughs> Thank you all for being here today. Well, I just, I just would like to introduce uh, the work we are presenting at his home museum. Uh, the name of the project is uh, To Be and To Last, which in fact is the motto of uh, parkour. Parkour, I don't know whether you are familiar, familiar with it, <laughs> but uh, basically it's an urban discipline uh, which has a military origin. It comes from France. And uh, the idea is to just to draw an E point and a B point in the space, urban space, and to draw and to link the two points in the, um, the more straight line as possible. So the, uh, the more fluid is your movement, um, the better parkour it is. In this project, the idea was to um, to uh, have uh, a parkour session at the Civil Cemetery of Madrid. Civil Cemetery is uh, it's a cemetery for non-Catholics. And within history, quite a big amount of people who fought for emancipation and liberation and the people who believed uh, in a better world uh, lay buried there. So, uh, Roughly, the idea was just to uh, link these two words. Uh, from one side, parkour, which doesn't, which is to understand life without obstacles. Uh, and from the other side, the, the remains of those who lay in. Uh, more or less, uh, then you will you will see these hoodies. The hoodies were uh, the attrezzo of the uh, parkour team. Uh, every single hoodie represents a majority of those who are in, in the cemetery. It's Masonic, communist, uh, working class, international brigadist. And well, just to say that uh, finally the video, I mean the narrative of the video is just a, a narrative built 
on the epitaphs. So on the one side, Parkwood Moto, as I said, is, uh, the, is to be and to last. On the other, one of the epitaphs at Cemetery of Civil is saying there is nothing after death. And I think more or less that's, that's uh, in few words, a little introduction about this prayer. Thanks for your listening. Does anyone have any questions? Yeah. Um, I've just watched the film, um, and they are doing acrobatic tricks, which have nothing to do with the obstacles. They just do it for the showing of it. Is that right? I mean, not actually, you know, progressing. Running, along progressing. Or... Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there is a there's, there's contextualization. I mean, uh, it's not pure parkour in a way. Because uh, a cemetery is not really a good place for parkour. It's uh, quite naive to, to do parkour in a, in a cemetery. It's, it's flat, uh, there's not big walls or buildings. Or... So from the point of view of parkour, it's not the best place. But uh, on, on the other hand, we, we wanted to highlight the place, the symbols. So the idea is more metaphoric and conceptualist than rather a raw parkour video. Even though some of the tricks are, they are not progressing tricks, but are quite important from the point of view of parkour. Uh, there is, for example, one, the Hikaru team, which, which is in fact uh, the parkour team here, is uh, very well known just because of a trick which is, uh, which is uh, in fact a trick of not, of not progressing. It's a trick that you run against a wall and when you are in the wall you just uh, go backwards. I mean go, not backwards, uh, in fact that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one is, is not a progressing trick but it's very parkour because it's considering that there is no obstacles even though a wall is not an obstacle. And more than that, even the death is not an obstacle. Normally, you can you can lose your, I mean, you can smash your head here. It's not a trick you will do three times in your life no more. No more. And here also, it was uh, rather symbolic because they were doing this trick in in the world where millions of uh, Republicans were shot to death. Those are the holes. Those are the holes. Now the holes are uh, covered, but within the time, the insects and animals just uh, try to do their home there. And because uh, when you transplant the face cover, there is a big hole. And now you can see, nowadays you can see the holes. Uh, and it's quite impressive because all the holes are at the head, at the head level. So you can see the shooting. Uh, parkour didn't know this. Uh, parkour team were a, it's a team of youngsters, around 20 years old, 18, 20 years old. Didn't know about history. I mean, not concerned, not, not that much uh, about history, and didn't know the what that was meaning this this world. And once we were there, uh, when when 
I just uh, tell them the history, they just decide, okay, let's, let's do it. It's gonna be just, that's, that is gonna be just one shoot, we will not repeat it, but we're gonna do it. And that was quite impressive, uh, just, I mean, all, all the people there was silently, and, and I don't know, even, even now it's for me kind of uh, emotional. So, uh, that, all of that, just to say that sometimes fast school is not only progressing, it uh, has a concept of uh, these no obstacles and it can be just uh, going against the wall and doing a trick just to avoid it. And it's, it's something I haven't seen before, so I was wondering um, how it came about, like projecting on three screens, and, and how you feel. Excuse me, how you feel like that helps um, your work to, to communicate? Yeah. Well. Uh... <clears throat> Did everyone hear the question? Why on three screens? How does that help you communicate? Yeah. Um, well, there is some. Um... Uh, this is a single screen version, an edit, which is an edit we did just to give to the parkour team. There was a sort of collaboration, okay, we will do it, and what are you doing for me? And what we are doing for them is just shooting nicely, uh, and special edit for them so they can move it in YouTube or whatever. Uh, this, the parkour version is just uh, concentrated on on parkour, it doesn't care about the cemetery or this narrative, which is in fact the important thing for us. Uh, we were in three channels for us, which is important is that you can parkour is quite fast, uh, whereas cemetery is uh, the opposite, right? If you have three channels, you have the opportunity of uh, combining both both the speeds, like the fast of the parkour, but also to have the epitaph and have time to to read the epitaph and to stay, I mean, to have this silence and suddenly the parkour comes. So if you see in the three channels, you will see that the, the channels uh, aside on the sides give us the cemetery context, the, the cemetery camp. If you, in, in a single channel, you won't have this, this narrative and this possibility to see it. It will be, it will, it will be just a kind of a parkour, commercial, or, or not, but it's just... Uh, so for us, it's, um, this is the, the way, the only way and the format to show this project. So that, for example, here, we can have the parkour, I mean, the, the guy coming, and suddenly there will be a, in the other screen, just with the camera waiting, uh, people passing. Uh, that's the reason why. Symbols on the back of the hoodies, do those each have a specific meaning, or are they just yeah. in general? Yeah, the, the symbols are, <coughs> well, we, we normally work with plenty of collaborators. Uh, the symbols are designed by Noah, which is a graffiti artist, quite well known. 
and uh, we asked him to represent in a medal because why a medal? Well, as I said, parkour has a military origin and on the other hand, the military representation at civil symmetry is uh, majoritarian, it's quite big. So, uh, and each medal is uh, representing um, a, a major population, if, if I can say it in the civil symmetry. So that one, that one is two hammers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your artwork they, is protected. They don't recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> Worker of uh, the farmers. Farmers. Yeah. Uh, what? Prisons. Yeah. So you, you can see this. You, you can see that the bread. I mean, <laughs> the grain and because civil war also as every war affect affected heavily the civil people working, field farmers. I mean the civil. So this is the civil ones, not military, not brigadiers or masonic, just civil persons. And um, but this is a reference to communist, red stuff. What is the building that's in within your emblem, which is depicted on the And it's not a large. Yeah, uh, it is not. Uh, is it a generic building? It's a generic building. Yeah. It's a kind of no place building. Yeah. Uh, just representing bureaucracy and this kind of yeah, this kind of uh, idea of democracy as a big bureaucracy. But finally, it doesn't represent really any anyone. So it's a very bureaucratic building. Uh, it's also a design by Noah, by Noah, the same designer. Uh, in his mind, not once, uh, he was trying to do a kind of Soviet building. And that was the, the, the idea we had. But actually, here in Washington these days... Everything looks like that. Everything looks like that. Yeah. Could you talk at all about the, um, the process of making the video and the direction you gave to the participants and um, yeah. that sort of thing? Well, we have the, the we're quite lucky because we, we are not only we two, uh, 
but uh, uh, a fixed team of people which come from architecture, designing, but also cinema or musicians. And whatever we have a project, we are quite, quite slow in terms of production. I mean, we are not this kind of artists doing plenty of things and plenty of stuff. This, this uh, work took us three years. In fact, you can see some, sometimes 2009 as a date. Mm -hmm. It just means, uh, because we, at, at first we, we thought we were going to shoot in 2009. <laughs> so we prepared everything, uh, the embroidered um, hoodies and everything, but finally we, we couldn't do it uh, until uh, 2010, right? <clears throat> so, so first of all, there is a uh, plenty of work of looking for this uh, parkour um, team. Afterwards, we are quite interested that um, we are not doing fiction, not really documentary stuff, but obviously not fiction. Our videos has to be real, has to have a, a real performance, a real action to be shot. That is uh, sometimes quite slow to, to have the opportunity of doing it. For example, I mean, the civil cemetery is not Arlington, obviously, but in a way, it's, it's that difficult. Mm. Uh, imagine that you are doing this, there is militaries, there is Republican presidents of the, of the state, mm. plenty of them, philosophers, well, quite well known. So imagine the difficulty of doing that in a, in a way. So first of all, it's a long process to reach, I mean, to fix everything, to do it. And once there, in the shooting took us five, uh, five days, three with uh, parkour, yeah. and two other just to, just to shoot the cemetery location and stuff. And after that, there is a long process of editing, and also for the music, which, in, which here yeah. it was, uh, it's rather, I mean, it's uh, very important. Yeah. I, I was quite annoying with Barbara, just insisting, please, I need a good sound system to hear the <laughs> low tones. And, because in fact, we bought um, a Soviet amplifier to, to the musician, because we wanted this kind of sound Soviet sound, and it's a kind of amplifier that you cannot um, record anything. So you play it, and if it's good, it's good, but you will not be able to reproduce it nor change it. So it was just uh, days and nights and days and nights just uh, playing, and suddenly we had um, uh, an amazing beat, but afterwards we, we were going back to the edit to, to point it in and say, wow, it's, it, we need a one minute more, but we cannot reproduce it. Let's start again. So it's this kind of, <laughs> it's this kind of uh, full process of working uh, that you start doing it and you lose conscious of life, time, and anything. <laughs> uh, but finally, yeah, something. There is something. Will you also comment on the trilogy? and? This is the number. Yeah. Uh, well, that was that was not the idea at the beginning to do a trilogy, but as we did uh, in 2005, we did a video. It was shot at 
in a prison. And then we did a second one shot in a shanty town. Uh, and by the second one, we just start, um, just realized that there was a link between those two projects, a link in the sense that um, both of them were, uh, they were kind of a path, a course with the camera following, uh, following something in a specific location. And when we had the idea of this one, it was clearly uh, the end of this uh, trilogy. It's quite difficult for me now to talk about the, the other two because you don't see, uh, yeah. you should see it, so. Uh, <clears throat> but it's, uh, so the, the, the project is even more uh, overwhelming. <laughs> If you consider yeah. that it's a trilogy, and the first one was uh, it came from 2005, we are not productive at all. <laughs> <laughs> Can they, where could they be seen? The other, the other two. Uh, it's rather difficult to see them. I, I just in think your retrospective, they're having in a retrospective in front I, I, in I, I took June. the opportunity yesterday to. To just to show them, show it, and it's very difficult because we don't we don't really like to to put the videos in in YouTube or Vimeo, right? Not because of rights or because of these kind of things, but because of the quality of the image and because also the attention. We do like, I mean, it's a big I mean, a big work as you see, and we do like people just to be quiet. I mean, to be in a certain, like in the cinema. If I could uh, choose, I would say to Barbara, well, just put time uh, and schedule, and so people go, go when the movie starts, and then not in the middle. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's this kind of uh, way of exhibit that we do like it. Whereas in internet, normally it's a fast consumption. It's just you click here, you show a little bit sound sometimes because your laptop is not good, doesn't you don't hear anything. So, uh, no videos from us in, in internet until internet gives the possibility of a better way of exhibit. And, and the way is, yeah, exhibition, yeah, I think, or... And it can be shown at different scale. We try to make the scale fit the room, but it can also be bigger. Yeah. It can be five meters, we have three. It can be five meters across, so that big. Yeah. And I don't know what the smallest you've ever shown is, but that is a negotiation with each venue. Is yeah. there a chance that they'll be yeah. open to the public here? Oh, the other videos? Yeah, the two, yeah. I don't know. What did we do? <laughs> <laughs> we got to see them last night. Oh, at the, so. in the, they lectured last night. And oh. one is set in an abandoned prison with a skateboard, uh, skateboarders going through. The other is, you have to talk about Welfare State just because the content is so incredible. Yeah, you well, have to tell them, tell them a little bit about what the Well, Welfare State is, um, is a, it's a shanty town in the outskirts of Madrid. Uh, at the time it was the biggest shanty town, Islam city in Europe, all around Europe. Uh, there were living 11,000 inhabitants, so quite huge. It's a long history, but finally, and difficult one, but finally government approves the demolition. 
and the demolition, the demolition of uh, Salvra, the, the place, took, um, took place during a whole year. Every Wednesday, they will demolish uh, five houses. Just five, because it is, um, some of the people living there are not relocated, some of them. And every Wednesday, it's a kind of fight, right? Between police, and there's plenty of tension. Sometimes not, because sometimes people are relocated and they really want to leave this house to go another. But <clears throat> so every Wednesday we went, we are going to the El Salobra, and what we did, we was just to create, I mean, to convert, to transform the demolition, demolition in a show, in a kind of rodeo, uh, and to invite people from high class to, to watch the demolition as if it was a, a TV show, a reality show or a sport event. So we, we talked to the, with uh, the diggers' private company to tune the diggers, and the diggers were tuned with uh, chrome, uh, like, you know, like very uh, fancy and flashy colors. And, and stuff. We also said to the digger driver just to demolish, but nicely, like if it was Michael Jordan, and you know, don't don't do it like that. It's not do it do it. Low. I mean, try to demolish just with one in in one touch. So it's nice. <laughs> and just also uh, interact with the audience, the people who has been. Is losing the house is your audience. So just say, wow, I feel you are a sports star. That is more or less the. Um, we did we did it twice, two times. The third time we were just uh, uh, the police and invited to stop shooting that because it, uh, people was coming actually to see it as a show. And also the inhabitants were uh, quite shocked. What, what is this? <clears throat> but it was uh, actually it worked because uh, normally people didn't know they shut it out and wouldn't wouldn't go never to to see this uh, reality. But if you if you present it as a as a sport as a nice rodeo and people will, this is, will go. And the video just ends with a, a mobile, like someone saying, okay, uh, okay, baby, this is over, I'm going back home. It's, it's kind of this mood you have when you are going to see a race or something. They have bleachers on the sides where the people who were coming to watch could sit, and as the guys who are running the demo machinery are waving and as he said they're camping it up like it's a spectacle so it's it's really powerful really very in a video very, installation really there it, there was also a video installation and there were we built stands physical stands to watch it so when you watch it you feel like you don't know what to even 
it was it was uh, it was uh, I was uh, surprised because uh, people clapped in the first one spontaneously, <laughs> but in the second, second one, one nobody, nobody clapped. clapped. Oh, it's really shocking. Be because you feel like uh, you are also part of this problem. You are in the bad side. Me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought it was interesting that you said last night that the participants, when they first showed up with cameras and things, thought it was like a news crew there to help to to uh, expose their plight and things like this. And then he explains, no, no, not really. We're here to capture this yeah. reality. So yeah, that that's another important point. Like uh, there is plenty of art which is quite ONG art. Like it's doing. Is going to the misery places and, and helping, which is good. I'm, I'm, it's good, uh, but this is not our kind of uh, approach. We always uh, have a very mm, more difficult approach. Like, because for example, when we were to El Salobral, uh, the inhabitants, the people there, expect that we were going to help them to talk about their problem, their reality, and just uh, amplify it to society. In fact, when you say, no, no, I'm, I'm not here to help you because uh, society is not going to help you, because you don't care, and your house doesn't care, and your life doesn't care, and this is the reality I just want to literally express in, in, in our work. The reality that people will only come to see you if this, if you are kind of an animal or just an, a part of the amusement. Mm -hmm. But if not, they don't care. Well, when this is your attitude, your work is very difficult because you have enemies. You have the police enemy, but also the inhabitants. It's kind of the parkour is more or less the same because also there is a criticizing to to parkour in a way. Uh, there is also this lecture that it's not so heroic video. There's also this new generation who doesn't care about the history, who doesn't care about what is jumping, who is selfish, only worried about their trick, and, and that's the important thing, just the trick. So there is plenty of auto-criticism, and this is, this is uh, difficult in Obviously, the, the work. Yeah. Did the cemetery give you? The we have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> did the cemetery um, officials? Did they resist at first, or if you just said art, they said, "Well, okay." What, what the was cemetery the officials, the bureaucracy, the, the council. I mean, yeah. Whoever's the no, no, no. We just said there was a video dancing stuff we wanted to do. <laughs> 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 uh, in the, uh, in the, I mean, the cemetery is, uh, is not, in, in, there is not a council. Nobody can give you a right because it's private. They, ah. they, all, they can give you the right to shoot in the streets, but mm, the tombs are private. Say every family who has the right to see, you can see your, well, don't, I don't want to see my grandmother in your video, and it's fair <laughs> enough, yeah. So we just asked for a permission to um, to do a video dancing in the streets, in the main streets, never never to shoot the tombs, never to shoot anything but general views, and in the main street. 
the thing is, the cemetery is, uh, has not uh, plenty of activity. Nobody, nobody comes there. There are not many burials, one per year. So the guardian is rather boring there. You can open at 10 o'clock and, and just go with uh, go away and turns back at seven night. So if you have uh, someone, a nice girl in production, just watching the guardian, it's a walkie-talkie. You can more or less work. And also, our intention, finally, is not a vandalistic intention. So, uh, finally, I don't, I don't think we, we will have problems because of because of the of the approach is uh, a respect approach. So in fact, we I mean we, we do have plenty of respect for the people there. Uh, there was a, an anecdote or anecdote anecdote quite quite incredible. The third day, last day when we were shooting and we were just shooting the uh, the jumping. So uh, cemetery is uh, very close to uh, a big highway. No highway, but um, a very crowded um, road. Uh, yeah, and obviously there was uh, some driver, normal, that see, is seeing five, five guys, very young, red hoodies, all covered, symbols in the back, jumping in the cemetery civil. <laughs> And just uh, saying, to, uh, calling to the police, hey, I'm, I'm see, I watch uh, five guys like ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we had to, we had to shoot the, the the same the same shot several times. So in the first time there were five, but in the second sh in the second shot, on the second take, there were another driver half an hour after. Saying they were five red hoodies and one, so by finally the police had the impression that there was 100 ninjas going straight directly to a smash, and it was the last. I mean, it was the, the end, the end of the civil cemetery, because they were, um, and sadly they were special police uh, surrounding everything, preparing to die. You know. <laughs> When they knew, when they knew that it was a, sh a shooting, they say, "Wow, great! <laughs> Perfect! <laughs> keep going, keep going." <laughs> so you didn't take video of the police coming because that would be an interesting story too. No, but that is uh, yeah. this is not. That's a different story. video. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Ananuche? Uh, it's rather intimate, the question. It's not relevant for audience, but I mean, it's a kind of, uh, how do you say, I'm not that baptized, but a grand, how do you say this? Oh, godparent. Godparent? This, this lady that will, care, will take care of you uh, in, in case your parents uh, are not died. Yes. yes. Godmother. Normally, you have a godmother if you are baptized. It's not my case, but I, I, I have I've been lucky and have godmother as well. 
<laughs> and she died in 2011 while I was while we were doing Seri Durar. Uh, she was buried in 2011 in, in cemetery, and there is uh, she took care of care of me when I was uh, when my parents were in jail, and plenty of friends of her and my parents are are also there. So it was a video that uh, obviously, and it was a coincidence that this, this I mean, Anna Nuce just died when I was just doing it. Yeah. yeah. Are there any um, people that, who are famous who are buried there? You know, it's pretty, pretty famous, yeah, pretty famous people. Although we, we didn't want to archive, I mean, to just to highlight the famous ones because no, important are just all of them. Interest, yeah. uh, well, there you have uh, contemporary artists as uh, Wolf Bostel. Wolf Bostel, a German one. Inside the tomb is this one with the Jewish, and, with, and you can see the, in the video there's the stones. And so oh, yeah. That's Wolf Bostel. There's uh, at least. Uh, five uh, presidents of Republica, Spanish Republica, state. There is uh, Pablo, Iglesias, Pablo Iglesias, which is the uh, fundator of uh, Social Party, Socialist Party. There is uh, writers like Pio Baroja, um, architects, Catro uh, Soria, all plenty of Lorca's family. Poet. Uh, well, Wikipedia and civil cemetery, and they <laughs> you will have the huge list. Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. I'm so happy to have you here.